episode of International Immersion, a podcast that seeks to explore international aspects relating to people, culture, and places. So, as always, we start with introductions. So today we have my, your host, Sean, and we have a special guest, Jamie. So today's episode, we're going to talk about Buddhism, and Jamie, who's dialing in all the way from China, because she can't come here because of the events with coronavirus, is going to talk to us about Buddhism and the methods and ideas that she has about it. So, Jamie, we're really happy to have you today, and uh, perhaps you could just give you, introduce yourself to us. Mm, oh, hello, everyone. My name is Jamie. I'm from Hongzhou, China. I'm Buddhist. Okay, Sean, what do you want to ask me? So, Jamie, so you know, we know you're a Buddhist, and... Almost everyone knows a little bit about Buddhism. They le- may learn it in school. They may learn it on a doc- watching a documentary or just random information. So I think it's important to kind of set the groundwork and talk a little bit about uh, the basics of Buddhism. Can you explain, like, you know, just the basic idea or the basic approach that Buddhists pursue? Well, first of all, Buddhism, most of people they have the um they have the opinion they have the uh, impression of Buddhism that uh, either it's a religion or philosophy. Actually it's it's um it it's not a religion but it's more close to philosophy. But what, what Buddhism represent is the truth of the universe the universe course, how everything works actually it's not like christian and it's not like other other religions because every religion they have a creator of the whole world but buddhism we don't we don't we don't think we don't think like it's not we it's just uh it's not anyone create the whole world it's gradually it's gradually accumulated by a lot of stuff and uh, with the cause and the conditions it turns into different phase of the world or time whatever like that okay so i think that's a really important point yeah i think that's a very important point you bring up is that buddhism is not a standard religion or a religion in the in the way most people understand what religion is it's more of a philosophy way of life and it has some different main points than some of the other major world religions like christianity judaism islam etc so now that we've kind also, of mm-hmm. also, also it's um it's education actually and when it first uh, when it first start in india it's always the education um of how people do things, how people behave, how people become better person, how people should be like that. It's an education, but just uh, because of time goes by and uh, 
at the end of dynasty, Qing dynasty, and they cut that off, cut that the education off, and um, turn that into a religion that, like people know right now. I see. Now, can you explain when did the Qing dynasty uh, end and this started to change? I think it's uh, um, it's uh, it's from that that time. Cixi Taihou, that queen, listened to the politics, like manipulate her son, Cixi Taihou. Do you know that? that oh yes, the Dowager the Emperor and the last Emperor of China, Puyi. That was around the, early, the Qing Dynasty ended around nineteen eleven, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So. It would have been at the turn of the twentieth century, roughly speaking. Empress Dao. Uh, the Dowager Empress. <laughs> yeah, we get we, we get what you're saying, Jamie. Yes. Yeah, she was she's a she was very famous um, for what she did and in, in her character character traits, and I think her son Emperor yeah. Pui was the last emperor who was overthrown. When China became that's, a republic, uh, that's not his son. Her son, her son is Guangxu. It's not Pui. Well, the, the, she was the last. She was one of the last uh, empress or dowager empress, emperors of the Qing Dynasty. If I'm correct, correct. Because what you're go- what you're saying is that it end that with the end of the Qing Dynasty and the change from the dynast dynastic period to the more the modern period that upset and changed a lot of the cultural and societal aspects just, in China. It, it's just that period of time. I don't know which which time exactly, but it's in the end of Qing Dynasty. Yeah, and that was Buddhism has been palace in in the king group in their loyal family and for thousands of years since they brought the Buddhism to China, they always use Buddhism to educate their their family and educate, they, they use Buddhism to to run the whole country, manage the whole country. I see, okay, that's Just quite interesting to see. Dynasty, they change into religion, then yeah, everything just got screwed up. Because no one studies the real Buddhism anymore. So you're saying that since its uh, inception in China, and especially more recently, it's become much more like less pure or less the intentional form that it was meant to be. It's more like superstitions. Superstition, yes, superstition. Yeah, a lot of people they treat it like like superstition, but it's not actually the real one. Still, some people they are learning, study some real ones, but it's really not that much, not not that many people doing that. What I see, what I see from most people, they believe is like if you mm, bow to them, if you or honor them with. Um, different things, flowers or different things or money, whatever, 
and you, you pray to them, they will they will make your wish come true. Actually, it doesn't work that way. Buddhas cannot be bribed. <laughs> so you're saying that they're, the way they go about practicing is they like they think if they pray or leave offerings, they will get something in return, like more yeah, more direct. Yeah, something in return, not trade. Yeah, it's not trade. So they they understand that incorrectly. I mean, it, do that that way. I mean, almost every religion has kind of like a give and take. You know, the person will worship or pray in re- in return for a number of things, whether it be salvation, you know, good luck, um, fortune, other things. But and I can see that Buddhism has that relationship too. But it's not meant to be like literally literal or direct, like other 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 things. Correct? Correct? Not that. No. Um, it's like um, Buddhism would only give you reasonable things. But they would only help you to get the reasonable things. It's not they give you. You get yourself. I see. So in a way, instead of praying them, praying to them to get something, you, sh- you should just learn from them so you can become a better person and achieve things on your own by, fo- by following the teachings and following their examples, they said. Yeah, it's all about karma, cause and effect. If you're being good, what do you wish? would come true if it's reasonable. And I think that's one thing that almost everybody is aware of is karma. You know, good karma, bad karma, what you do has a, has a consequence or has a something, you know, they say what comes around goes around. You do something bad, that will come back around and get you too. In some, maybe, maybe not now yeah. or, or, or even a long time, but eventually it will in some way or form. Yeah, most of people they only focus on this life. They think they they think if karma is true, I get something good. I could get something good, but it's not worked like that. Sometimes because in Buddhism we we don't have only one life. You're this life you're living right now. You have different lives in the past. You have different identity. Then after you die, you 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 reverse in a different person or different thing thing by thing i mean maybe you you turn into animal maybe you you go into different paths that's that would brings out six paths of the whole life circle in in buddhism we have six paths after you die after you die and and if you want, then the next life you wouldn't be you wouldn't be a person again certain for certain. That depends on what you do this life this life and your past lives. I see. So basically, it depends on your actions, what you do, and and how you go about life will affect so, what you'll be in the next karma. life. Yeah, karma. So basically, karma affects whether you will in a way. If you're a human now, you might become an animal. You might become something else. In I, I also can imagine if you do more negative things or more bad, bad things, you would be maybe maybe be reborn in a lesser form. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's yeah. pretty, putting it pretty bluntly. Do you need to know what six pathway after you die? What six forms? After you die in Buddhism theory, by all means, theory. by all means, please tell us. 
Well, we have uh, not we. Buddhism has six pathways after you die, six ways, six forms you after you die. Three good forms and three bad forms. Three good forms is like mm, mm, first, first, first form is you become God. You go into heaven, and and you there's only there's not just only one God. There are different gods in different level, in different level of the heavens. Okay. Yeah, different levels have heaven. That that is one one form. You become God. That has to be really really good karma you have done. Uh, and um, and the second second good one is you become human being. Actually, human being is quite a good form compared to other forms. And there is another another good 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 form is um, um it's a type of god. They have um like a magical ability like gods, but they are not as higher level. But they are higher than human beings because human beings we are limited. We don't have like supernatural power or whatever, but those type of forms, they have that, but they are not as uh, as as powerful as gods. So it's like in between between human beings and gods. So these three ones, they are they are good ones, and they they are there are three bad ones. One is hell. Everyone knows that. One is hell, and one is um. Look, one is animals, different animals, insects. Okay, so you'd say very lower one, forms of life. And, and the other one is the other one, and the last one is uh, last bad one is uh, uh, ghosts. You can, you can, you can, you can understand that as ghosts. It's kind of a spirit, but they are always hungry. They're always hungry, and but they cannot eat. So you could say they're like yes, seeking they're something. Yeah, you're always suffering with hunger. This type of ghosts. So in a way, they're like That's in a, a con, like a continuous torment or continuous torture for their actions yeah. they did in their past yeah. life. Oh, that's that yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Based on her actions, according to Buddhism, she would be sent to the lowest level of hell. Actually, she is there, and she come up to the earth and possess someone, and that person said that. No, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> you, you. I think everyone has know some, some like people got possessed by ghosts or by by spirits. Oh, every culture, every place, every society has stories like that. I yeah. mean, ghost and stories, spirit, spirits, spirits, etc. Okay, so that's really Actually, interesting. It's a fact. So basically, you have three, you know, three negatives and and three positives, and each one is kind of like in a, mm. in, a in an order. Okay, so 
that's interesting to learn. So that's kind of more like the the base the basics of where you may go based on what you do in your current life or what you've done in your past lives. So we all know that you know the main the main um, icon in, in Buddhism is the Buddha, or we say in English Siddhartha Gautama, and in Chinese, what do you call him? We we don't have just one Buddha. We have millions, millions, billions of Buddha, different type of Buddha. Can That's you, why we're different. We're not a religion because we don't have just one Buddha. We have different Buddhas. <laughs> I got you. Can and you explain Buddha, a little bit about why there are so many different kind, so many different Buddhas? Uh, why? Ask me why? That's really, really professional question. Um, different Buddha. It looks like different Buddha char- in charge of different things. But eventually, they 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 can merge into one one Buddha. It's there's no difference between different Buddhas. But it represents that way that every Buddha has their has its their own way to teach people. That's all. That that's all because of um, us. We are different, right? We are human beings, but we are different. Some people, they are, they are, we have different features of ourselves. Some people, they teach them that way, would it be easier for them to accept. So, so Buddha would turn into the certain Buddha to teach them. They would be more acceptable acceptable you know what i mean yeah that makes sense besides teacher you you teach you teach students you accord according to different students you use different method so it's like we send different buddha to different people no that makes complete sense so in many ways the buddha manifests in all these different forms in order to get his message out to all the different types of people that want to listen and follow in his teachings yeah, but there is no like uh, the top of the Buddha. Every Buddha is is equal. Okay, so that's really so. That there's a a equality amongst all of them, and they're just more manifestations of one that can come across in different ways to reach different kinds of people. And and in a way, you know, he he basically creates his own style based on what the people can understand and how they understand things. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they don't know other things apart apart from what they are good at. Oh, for sure, for sure. But it makes sense. Just like, you know, people learn different things and people learn in different ways. That makes complete sense. Okay, that's a really interesting factor you bring up there, you know, and thinking about that. And it's a very, uh, there's a lot of diversity, but also how it can, how the teachings and how Buddha, he kind of molds to whoever he teaches to, to best teach them and let them understand. That's really neat. That's kind of a neat thing that I think anyone can find some interest and um, you know something that something that they can appreciate (laughs) so kind of going back a little bit now so you know we know you're a Buddhist but you know that was kind of a a cliche question but so when you became Buddhist was it because of your family or was it because more of your of your own own intentions Oh, my family is not Buddhist, Buddhists, but they are, they kind of, it's like they, they wouldn't not 
believe them. They believe a little bit, but just not that um, devoted, not that invested, or they don't learn deeper things like that. I think they 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 understand Buddhism. It's just like other people in a superstitious <laughs> superstition superstitious way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In that way, but so. They, I think they kind of influenced me, but because they, they took me to different temples when I was really young. So, so I, I, I would bow to them. I have, I'm just, I'm influenced by my family. But when I was really young, I didn't have a correct way to understand that. It's just like my, my family, and and after I, it's just uh, after I, when I. Growing older, and I just meet different people that um, got in contact with Buddhism, and they tell me stories and tell me tell me things. I just got become very interested in Buddhism, and um, and I and um, I think I think what really brings me into this this pra- practice is um, I got my anxiety problem when I what, 2015 yeah 2015 I think and um and I got my physical condition I have certain physical condition and um and just uh I I have a co-worker she she is practicing Buddhism in the pure land sect and uh I learned a lot from her, and and she gave me some resource that me to read, and I can, I actually understand more about things. And every time, every time when I go to, and every time when I go to temple, it's not just from that time. Since I, I was really young, every time when I went to a comp, temple, it just gave me a really peaceful feeling. No matter how many people in the temple, even it's very crowded, but I still feel peace there. So I I just I I have the connection to it. I think it's um it's from my past lives. I was a Buddhist from my past lives. That's why I I can have connection of this. And gradually, from different people, I learn more and more and more. And and eventually, I get into Buddhist Buddhism. I I become a Buddhist and start to practice. And I I know that um. I know that when I was in grad school, I went to medical school. I, 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 I did a lot of animal experiment and I killed a lot of animals. So a lot of problem I'm suffering. I think it's become, it's, it's because of what those lives I've killed. So that's why I gradually become, gradually I become a vegan. I don't eat meat anymore. It's not about nutrition. It's just that I don't want to kill any more animals. I see. So you basically you're trying to maybe atone for things that you've done that you think are bad, and you're trying to become a better person by using Buddhism. And going back to your family, they weren't like you. You can't say they're practicing Buddhists, but they did give you a basic foundation of understanding about it, which you then carried on and went even further. Yeah, it's like uh, everyone should make amends of what they did in the past. Oh, I, t- I, I t- totally agree with you. Now. Unfortunately, I don't think nearly enough people try to do that. 
Yeah, and and even you're a really brilliant person in this life. You you cannot be sure that you never killed in your past lives. Everyone has killed, killed people. They just don't remember. It's from their past lives. So, I'm sure I have killed a lot, lot, lot more than what I remember. So I need to stop, stop eating meat. Stop killing. Make make other, other lives to. To be killed, so I become vegan. It's my choice. But I I wouldn't I wouldn't ask a lot of I wouldn't ask everyone to be like that just because people don't accept that people like to eat people like to eat meat just people don't accept that right now so I wouldn't persuade people to do that I would just tell them how it how how it is how 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 it is but if you accept or not if you want to do that or not it's your choice. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's up to the, up to the individual of, of what he or she will do. So, in many in many ways, you you can kind of relate it to. Know, how do I say it? Just you're trying to accumulate the less or the fewest amount of negative things to in, influence your future lives. You could say. Yeah, yeah, and my purpose and my. Eventual goal is become Buddha after I die, because I cannot become Buddha right now. But if if I if I practice enough, if I chant Buddha's name enough, that I can eventually become Buddha, then I can come back just to help people. After after I finish this life, I become Buddha. I can come back to help people, because my 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 ability right now is very very limited because I'm a human being and I have no power. So I cannot help a lot of people. I can only help a little bit. But if I become Buddha, I have much more ability than a lot right now. So I can, I can help, actually help more people, be more useful. Well, as they say, as they say, do what you can and help those who you can with what abilities and you know resources you have. You know, it's the effort that counts. I think. Uh huh. Okay, so you've really kind of gone into more of your rationale and your methodology. So now another question is, how do you practice like on a day-to-day basis or on a weekly basis? So what's your, um, how do you go about this, dear? Well, Buddhism has different sects, uh, sect, sects, but actually for for nowadays people, which sect feeds, which sect suits um People right now is pure land sect. It's the easiest way, and it's the it's the most effect a effective way for people to practice, for people to get the results eventually accomplished. It's pure. It's pure land. Pure land insect. Pure land sect. <laughs> yeah, because most people pure know there's is, um, several types of or mm-hmm. types of Buddhism. Mahayana Buddhism is one that's quite well known. No, 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 it's not type of Buddhism, it's just a sect. Different sect. Some people they and uh, they 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 practice to get get supernatural power to see to see things from past and, 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 and future, whatever. And some some people they practice to go into a different space. 
to see other things or whatever. Just different sects, they have different, uh, different sects, they have different, uh, mm, you get different ability. But, but for, for uh, the pure land sect, it's like, uh, because everyone learns not in Buddhism, they, they're, it, Oh, or to be becoming a Buddhist. It's not like oh, I get I get first in this life, and they don't care about next lives, because you don't know where you're gonna go after you die this life. Because they have six pathway to go, but anyway you 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 go, you would still you would be still in that circle. Even you become God, God can die just in a matter of time. It's just longer than human beings, a much longer than human beings. So. To human beings, God's life is eternity. Is that a word? Eternal. Mm-hmm. And but it's not. It, it it there will be end. So after you die, after they die, they would become other things, other forms. So you're always in this circle, and you're always gonna suffer. You can never actually accomplish. So are so people who study Buddhism. Their purpose should be becoming a Buddha after you die, and the sect of Pure Land is that um, after you die you go to Pure Land, so you are already out of the birth circle of six pathway. You become Buddha, so that's the sect that you should take. Not you should take just uh, fits me, fits nowadays people. Because people nowadays is really, really have really, uh, how to say that? It's not like a bad. Just people. You could maybe say that in in this day and age, people are becoming further astray, or they're go they're venturing further away from what maybe they should be doing, or good things, or there's more yeah. selfishness, more yeah. more less caring yeah. for those around them. Yeah, they. They care about what's not that important, like money. I don't. I never feel money is very important. Yeah, you need to live with money because you need to buy food, keep your survive. But that's it. But people just um, pursue more than they should. People are becoming too materialistic. Too materialistic and too selfish, oh, yeah. you could say. Mhm. Yeah. So only, only sec, only. Only the this sect would fit people most because it's the easiest, but it still it still require you to be qualified to go to pure land. It's not if you chant Buddha, right? You still do a lot of bad things. If you chant Amitabha Buddha, you will still do a lot of bad things. You cannot go to pure land. Pure land. They give you the easiest way. You just need to chant Amitabha Buddha because. He is the one create the pure land and save people right now. But only good people live there. If you keep doing bad things, you're gonna have bad karma. You're gonna go to hell. So how can can he save you? So he give you the best way. He give you the easiest way. Just chant chant his name. That's it. But you have to be good person. You have to do good things. You have to follow the five five restriction and ten ten. Kindness, like that. Okay, so kind of going back. So kind of going back to what you were saying. So, how do you personally practice or go about doing the things that you do to improve yourself? Like, maybe you could say what you do on a daily basis or weekly, monthly, whatever. What 
I do is very basic, and because I'm very busy, so I didn't have a lot of time to do that. But oh, I do have time to chant Buddha's name, Amitabha Buddha. Amitabha Buddha is the one I I just said he created. He created the pure land, pure land. So I, you just need to chant chant his name, Namo Amitabha Buddha, Namo Amitabha Buddha, just repeatedly, then. You can clear your mind and do a lot of benefits to you, and it's the basic condition to go go there. So I chant that a lot. I could, I just um, actually I I don't do enough. I should. I just chant thirty minutes every day. I just chant thirty minutes every day of his name and、um, and bow to bow to bow to him by. Bow to him by according according to according to his forty forty eight wishes. In in at night and and make some confession and reflection of what I did and、um, yes I don't know how to how to describe it. No, I think that's, that's pretty pretty self explanatory. So I mean, you do those things, and then do you go to like do you go to Buddhist temples, or do you go out or visit any、um, sacred places for Buddhism? I go to Buddhist temple a lot, but not because I want to get something. I just want to be there. <laughs> I just want to be there because it's peace, peaceful there, and I when I'm close to Buddha, I just feel like I. I just feel like I I like being there. Very peaceful, and、um, and it's good for my anxiety. <laughs> so in many cases, yeah, you can say there, that that I, actually I, gives you more peace and peace peace and tranquility by going there because of the atmosphere and you know the surroundings in a way. Yeah.、So、okay. Yeah. No, that makes yeah, total sense.、Practice. And then when you do go, well, do you I, bow or do other things too, or chant? I bow. They have said. Some、uh, they they have、uh, ceremonies they in certain days. So I would、um, I would、uh, do something. I would、uh, have one card. I would go apply some cards. I don't know how to say that. Let me check. I wait. Because I know that many people they go they'll t- they'll buy incense and they'll burn the incense and they'll bow with the incense in different directions and then they'll put the incense in like a big urn.、Uh, incense, incense, yeah, it's uh, it's just a form of、uh, sincerity. You just be respectful, then you you burn that incense. And when when they host ceremonies, they you I would just apply some. Memorial tablet. Memorial tablets. Yeah, memorial tablet. Tablet. I would write my, my, people who, who like my my dad family's name on it, and I put it on the wall of the temple or, or other or other or the 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 people I have heard in my. Past lives that even I don't know, I don't remember, but I would write write them down, so they would get benefits on the ceremony. So basically, you're 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 trying to provide benefits for the for both you know family members who have passed on and for any people that you may have hurt or affected in this life or or previous、yeah. lives. 
So you could say it's a form of atonement. You know, I atone for what I've done. Like Christianity, you know, atonement for their sins or, you know, forgiveness for their sins. So it's a way to and, benefit yeah, those people. Make amends. I want them to be in a better life instead of um, what I hurt them. Why I hurt them, they grab, they hold on to it. They are suffering too. So I want them to let go too. Not because I want to release my pain. Oh, it's part of that too. But I want them to be actually saved. So it goes back to... What I heard, what I, what I've done. So it goes back to what you were saying about, you know, trying to make amends and, you know, have good karma and, you know... No, that's that's really good, and I think that's a very healthy and you know positive approach to that. And you know, you're trying to give provide benefits to others, and at the same time, you know, become a better person. So overall, a very good and I think noble bit, um, goal. So one last thing I want to talk about today with you is what do you want people to understand about Buddhism? Because I think a lot of people they may know a bit about it as we as we've stated, but they may not know enough or they have a lot of misconceptions about Buddhism. So what can you tell um, everyone some, or give us some key points that people should know about Buddhism to help them at least understand what it, it is versus what it's not? Well, just don't do, most of people do, that you ask for something and bribe them. Bribe them. It's not going to work. If you get your wish come true that means you're you're supposed to have that in your in your life anyways you must have that in your in your life anyways so just don't don't you don't need to bow for you don't need to bow bow for things that you want like uh fortune like um like uh kids like a husband you don't need to bow for them but you can actually ask them to help to show you a way how to get them. They will give you signs. If you're sincere enough, if you're observant enough, they will give you signs. And actually, if you don't doubt them, it's also okay. As long as you do good things. And their good things is really strict. Like drinking is not a good thing. You cannot do that. But you, what, what, how Buddhism define good Good thing and bad things. Good things is anything benefits to others. Bad bad things is anything that benefits to yourself. So, do more good to people. That's it. So basically, it's do more good to others. So the the basic message is is the same. It's do more good to others, and you know treat others as you would treat yourself, and if not, and even better. Just think about other people all the time. Don't think about yourself. No, I, I don't think most of people would do that because people are very, very selfish right now. Well, they always think, oh, I want to eat my life. Well, given what you see on social if media and other things, it's pretty obvious that yeah. people are becoming more and more selfish yeah. these days. I mean, there's still a lot of people who are not and who are very, you know, giving, very open and very understanding. But I think at the same time, there is an increasing number no, of selfishness. No one is not selfish. It's just a matter of uh, how much. Exactly. And there are those who are very selfish, some that are in the middle, and some who are on the lower end of being selfish. But yeah, everyone's selfish in some way, shape, or form because we're human. <laughs> yeah, 
try to reduce reduce it. <laughs> no, I think that's really important, and I think self reflection, as you were explaining a little earlier, is so important, yeah. and that so few people yeah. do it enough. You know, it's one thing you know you don't need to self reflect every minute of every day, but you do need to at least do reflection on well, on what you do and how that affects others. You need to do it. You need to do it every day. And we have a famous saying in Chinese. In Chinese, it's a It's like one day you need to reflect three times about what you do. You need to reflect every day, and three times every day. What do you do wrong? What do you should? What do you should improve? You need to reflect every day. That's why I I read a reflection or passages every day after I bow to Buddha. I just want to. Correct the wrongs. Everyone should do that. Everyone should do self-reflection. That's at least they can do. Even they are not Buddhist, and they are, they are not Buddhist. It's fine. Self-reflect. You can do. Yeah, you're, you're completely right. It doesn't matter what faith, religion, or philosophy you follow. Self-reflection is, you know, unanimous in that. So. So, is there anything else yeah, before we? Why. Is there anything else before we we uh, conclude today's episode? Is there anything else that you want to mention or bring up about Buddhism that you think everyone would find interesting or you know beneficial? Um, I think. Look, Buddhism is originated from India, but it's not actually there anymore, because the the group the group they moved to the Tibet. The some people they want to kill the killed the family and they moved to Tibet and they are hiding Tibet. So there's some Buddhism left in Tibet and and, uh, and uh, when in in very early age people people got a lot of sutras from India and and bring the Buddhism to the China mainland. So I think if anyone wants to if anyone wants to um to know more about Buddhism or to feel it and to actually experience that, I think people would need, people can come to China to to the temples and just experience that the peace peace of mind. And the uh, Ling Temple is a really good way. And uh, I think the city of Hangzhou is very good because it's influenced by Buddhism a lot. A lot of uh, famous famous masters were there. So actually, I think that that, that city is for is very good for people who are interested in Buddhism. They they can go there. <laughs> well, that's great information to, to know for um, for everyone who's listening to this because I myself have been to Hangzhou and have lived in Hangzhou for several years. And Lingyin Temple, as you mentioned, is an amazing uh, temple complex. It's got some absolutely stunning uh, statues, and the the temple buildings are absolutely beautiful, and they're sculpted in extremely beautiful detail so anyone who yeah. wants to experience that should definitely if they go to china and, and more specifically go to hangzhou they should definitely check out lingan temple and there are also many other temples that, in hangzhou you can go to that are smaller but in many cases just as magnificent or interesting well i forgot the essential parts of buddhism how to study buddhism oh that's I a forgot <laughs> the essential part that's the important one sorry <laughs> That's sutras because every theory comes from sutras. It's like textbook of Buddhism. So if you want to learn Buddhism, you need to find different sutras. I have three sutras that I, 
I can, I can. Actually, there's the most important one, and there's another one that's uh, easier for people to, to um to study Buddhism is uh, Amidobo. Oh, and you check the English name. I think they have English version. What's the so Chinese you name? Read the English version. Amitojin. 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 Okay. And then there's another one, Wuliang Shoujin. Wuliang Shoujin is the one is the one I, I read I read a lot. That's the one who would help you to go to Pure Land because it tells you how how the Pure Land accumulated. I see. So you in a way you can you can use these these sutras as a guide to help yourself to do better things and how to prepare yourself understand. to be a better person. How to understand Buddhism more. Okay, that's very that's good to know. So if anyone anyone's interested in learning more, they should definitely check out these. I'm sure there are translated versions in English and many other languages that people can find and uh, they can delve more deeply into the teachings of Buddhism through the sutras and in particular the the three you've mentioned. Yeah, if anyone wants to, if anyone wants to know more about, uh, no, if anyone wants to know uh, the exact sutras, they can, they can, they can just uh, contact you, contact me. <laughs> now I'll, I'll tell them what, what, what sutras they can read. Huh? Well, we really appreciate that, Jamie. So we're about out of time for today. So uh, we just want to thank you very much for talking to us today about Buddhism, kind of giving your personal take on it and the key elements that you use and what you've learned and that what define Buddhism. So, uh, you know, we again, we really appreciate it. We've learned a lot. I know I've learned a few things tonight. And um, we'd love to have you again on another episode talking about this or other things. So um, as we always do, as our tradition for international immersion, we always get, we always say goodbye in our native and, and the language we languages we know. So until next time, this is Sean. Goodbye. Zajian. Okay, bye bye everyone. We can do more details about every certain every certain thing, self Buddhism. Alrighty. Thank you all for listening and as always if you have thoughts, comments, suggestions, or things you want to learn more about, please send us uh feedback and we'll gladly look at it and it will influence our further uh episodes. Thank you, and until next time.